Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Planet Comedy Podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Cam. And we are here once again, joining you people. Are we? You lovely people. Are we? I'm not even going to address you. Not even going to. Not even going to play your games. Skis. Not even going to play your games today. We are back on another week of the show. Speaking of games. Oh, you have been heavy on the Batman. That's what Cameron's been doing. 56%. Ooh, already. Yeah. The red, the Riddler is fucked. So you are, you're hitting this, hitting the ground running here. Yeah, I've only looked up two walkthroughs because they're uh, when uh, the when you're going to look for Poison Ivy or not Poison Ivy when you're going to look for Killer Croc and you got to get inside the uh, 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 what's it called intensive. Like, intensive care unit yeah uh yeah yeah because killer croc has a special cell away from everybody else <clears throat> so you have to uh get to that sniper well, i'm like i don't know how i can get over there without him like seeing me and trying to murder you immediately yeah because i'm because you can't fly or uh grapple up to him because of the spikes that are surrounded uh about uh, around the uh penitentiary so uh it's like okay so how do i even get in so i can sneak my way through uh whatever caves is telling me to so i can get into the uh intensive care whatever place so i can get to the elevator dude you gotta knock out that motherfucker and then uh bat uh uh what's that thing that you shoot oh the line launcher yeah the line launcher i'm like bruh all right that makes more sense i went around like i got a couple riddler trophies and uh stuff done uh without looking up a walkthrough and then i was like all right dude i'm getting kind of frustrated because it's like i don't know what else to do i just keep throwing bat rings and i'm just like okay then now what like he's now what he's knocked out like i see him like now what What do i do now (laughs) and then i had to use where do i go from here batman (laughs) so how did i use my line launcher i was like oh okay that makes sense now so yeah and i figured that out well then then you get to killer croc and oh my god bro fuck his layer that pissed me off so much bro i was getting really annoyed i'm like dude i know like i knew where i was going but like after you get all the spores uh to uh what's it called uh you're trying the, to the, destroy the titan venom. yeah yeah dude the cure. <sighs> bro i was walking all right not walking but crouching okay yeah but i bet you were moving expediently i know you cameron and i know for a fact that you i would guarantee you that once you get all the spores collected you're like all right well it's time to get up out of here yeah just just dip just run like bro you're batman you can't do that He's a 6'11", 400 pound, or like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I would say more than that. Cause like, how much does a regular crocodile weigh? I don't know. Off rip. A hundred something pounds probably. Oh, hell no. Here, your standard, let's say, saltwater crocodile. Which crocodiles in New York City? Uh, 440 to 2,000 pounds. So we're talking about a 6'11", probably... 600-pound om- dude. 700. No. Probably 2,000. Yeah. Like, he weighs a ton. Yeah, dude. 
like killer croc is big as shit yeah that's true like think about it like he was once human and then I, he was a scientist right no he was just a dude oh like, and he just got turned into a, yeah so it's okay so yeah a six eleven full yeah dude and he's a crocodile dog that's yeah he picked up some weight some place, yeah some versions of killer croc has him being turned into that some versions say he's born that way uh oh hmm. who you're thinking line. you're thinking of mr freeze I like Mr. Freeze. The scientist, he gets turned into the thing, trying to save his wife. Dude, okay. Maybe I need to rewatch it. Not saying he's right, not saying he's wrong, just saying I understand. Maybe I need to rewatch it, because I only watched it when I was a kid. But I uh, fell in love with Mr. Freeze because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I and... hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't before, when you were like, oh, sometimes I feel like you hate me. I, if you're about to tell me you like Batman and Robin, I'm about to tell you, yeah, you're right, I do hate you. I don't like you. No. I not friends did, anymore. No. I just, like, I don't know. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like... Well, that makes sense. As someone who is in the bodybuilding community, that you would like him. Now, him playing Mr. Freeze doesn't ever check out for me, because Mr. Freeze is supposed to be a super smart scientist. Arnold, yeah, no. And that's not what I would picture Arnold being, but all right, whatever. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I see yeah. what you mean. But I don't hate Arnold. I, don't, I just hate Mr. Freeze in that movie, in that entire movie. To be fair, I held a grudge against George Clooney forever. <sighs> Sam convinced me to not do anymore. She said, I don't blame you. She said, you got to stop. <laughs> you you got to stop. You got to let it go. That's rough, It's not though. George's fault. And I was like, all right, fine, you're right. It's not George's fault. But I'm still angry about it. Oh, yeah. Oof. But then we watched The Perfect Storm, and I was like, oh, this is a pretty good movie, actually. All right, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Dude, I watched uh, Batman uh, The Long Halloween Part 1 this morning, and then I started Batman. Are you watching animated Batman stuff? Yeah. Oh, fire. Gotta watch. Uh, I started the 90. Right what's the 93 movie? I didn't know how to say the. Mask of the Phantasm? Yeah. It's the best one. It's the best Batman movie. Uh, that's what I Period. Started. Not animated. You know that I didn't say animated. It's the best Batman movie. Period. I gotcha. Out of all the Batman movies that have ever been made, Mask of the Phantasm is the best one. Bro, can you explain to me why everything is set in 1950? Why all the Batman stuff is? It's just more interesting. <laughs> Dude, I was watching a 2016 with Jensen Ackles which is good as fuck, by the way. Talking Holy under, shit! Under the Red Hood. Uh, I not the Red Hood. The uh, Jensen. Uh, Eccles plays Batman. Yes. Oh, you told me this. Oh yeah, he's in an animated one. Uh, he's no, he's in the animated ones. Yeah. I thought I was thinking of Red Hood. I haven't, I haven't seen the one where he's Batman. Uh, no, I I don't mean like physically. Like I'm talking about like yeah, like he voices voice. Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, I haven't seen the one where he voices Batman. I've seen the I got you. No, Under the I Red Hood, Red he Hood. voices Red Hood, and he was, oh. was super good in that. Hmm. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that, but dude. No, I want Jensen Eccles to be the uh, live-action Batman. Dude, that would be pretty dope. That's what I want. He's, they're making a new movie called The Brave and the Bold, which is going to be like Batman with the Bat family, not Robert Pattinson Batman. Those are going to be two separate things. There's going to be two Batmans, and I want Jensen Eccles to be that Batman. I'm like, that fits. Why have you got me on this rabbit hole? That of Batman? Because Batman is awesome. It is. I'm going to get you on Spider-Man next. Oh. And you're going to go even deeper because Spider-Man is a lot like Naruto in the sense that the whole point is to never give up. 
So prepare yourself. I'm I'm just I'm just priming you for more superhero content. Shit's been lit playing on a PS3. Yeah, Batman is the shits. Uh, Arkham Asylum is one of the greatest video game experiences I've ever had. Hmm. Dude, I I was just just fortunate enough to get my hands on video games that good. Yeah. I told you, I got you. Came in with a stockpile of PS3 games for you. Oh, yeah. So get in there. I'm going to get all of these achievements or trophies. I believe you 100%. This is Xbox. He said, I'm going to get all of these achievements, these PlayStation 3 achievements. Well, it takes me into one of the things for me this week that I owe the three big things I thought of, which is Spider Man 2 came out. I haven't got to play it yet because I had things to do. I had bills to pay. Yeah. But I get paid tomorrow or Wednesday, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm trying to get. Well, obviously, when this will come out on Wednesday, but it, so I'm right now. I may be playing Spider-Man as you guys are listening to this, but I'm gonna give up like two weeks of my human life for this game. Oh, definitely. Like, if I'm not finished, because after this podcast, I'm going back and playing the game. Like, yeah, most I, definitely. I know exactly what you're gonna go do. If I'm not finished with that game again at eight o'clock this morning, I'm gonna be so upset. I'm fifty. I'm fifty-six percent. That's right, you're on strike. Yeah. See, for me, I have to balance editing videos for these podcasts, work, in between what's about to happen when I get Spider-Man 2. So that's why I'm trying to get as much done right now as I can. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to try it because I know, I know deep down after what happened when I started playing the first Spider-Man game, what's going to happen here. Because Venom is in this game. And the black Spider-Man And I'm ready. I'm ready for... Bully Yuri Lowenthal who plays Spider-Man. I'm ready to hear him get mean, get dirty. It's always the best. Like in the '90s animated Spider-Man, it, I'll have, I, my phone's at one percent. I would. There's a clip of both of our phones almost dead. Both of our phones are almost dead, and we are cor- color coordinated. Everybody. I mean, it is what it is. That is. That's. I don't. I don't know. Are you my brother? He might <laughs> be my brother. Cameron, I don't know if you can look at my skin tone and your skin tone. No. Or am I your brother? Oh no, bro. Brother from another mother, maybe. But maybe that. soul brothers. Soul brothers, indeed. That I'll take. Like universe soul brothers, like something like that. I don't know. You this was not planned. I you. swear, it's not planned. This will be me. <laughs> you can't escape me. Jesus Christ! Spider Man was on that menace. Oh my episodes, lord, baby! I'll chase you to the ends of the earth. And then he almost crushes him with the building. Jesus, that'll be me. That'll be me in the bedroom. Shocker! You can't escape me. <laughs> I'll chase you to the ends of the earth. Yeah. That's all you'll hear from the Jeez, other end of this house. Bro. I can't wait. The game looks so good. It looks so good. So pristine. So, so delicious. So crisps. It does. It looks so good. People have been complaining about the some of the graphics and shit. And I'm just like, first off, how dare you? 
second off it's just minor stuff like these are from the videos that have been shown and a lot of those are pre-renders mm-hmm. a lot of those are things we haven't even seen in game everything i've seen from in the game that's another thing now that the game has come out there's clips of it shown on tiktok that i have to try to scroll real fast through <laughs> I don't want to get spoiled. No spoilers, no spoilers. Like, no. <laughs> Second, I see the two uh, the two Spider Men in a scene together. I'm like, nope, no need of that. No, thank you. See, so, you know, so <laughs> but those look so good. I could honestly play Batman and watch a whole walkthrough on YouTube. Then I'm just like, hmm, <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Like I know I, but I feel your excitement. I, I feel your know, excitement. I don't, I don't need to know anything about this video game. Keep that. <laughs> I'm shit I'm not to missing yourselves. anything. Yeah, keep that shit to yourselves. But these last couple days, just waiting to get paid, just waiting. Yeah, waiting to start this video I'm game. Broke as fuck. Are fucking killing me, dog. Well, yeah, I bet you're on strike still. That's a perfect segue into another thing I thought about, which is what I. I told you when I researched your strike, I went into full research mode for my boy Cameron because I had to know. I had to know what y'all were fighting for. I found out things that you didn't even know. Probably. Probably. Oh, no. We talked about it uh, on Saturday before I left. But before I left for the the wedding, which by the way, shout out, congratulations, Tana and Nathan. Congrats, guys, on getting married. Congrats. Well, lovely couple, beautiful wedding. I got horribly drunk but as you do at weddings yeah. at a wedding festivities mm-hmm. slept in a hotel room didn't have to drive nowhere great times yes sir yes sir but yeah i did research on the forward strike to see what this was all about what started this whole thing so essentially those who have not paid attention just don't know or are curious back in 2008 when the economy collapsed when every company filed for bankruptcy except for ford the reason Ford didn't have to file for bankruptcy is because employees at Ford gave up their cost of living checks and profit sharing, and profit sharing checks and basically were like, we'll do this. If you guys will promise, you know, get back to us later on those kinds of situations. And Ford was like, no problem, dog. We got you. Dude, yeah. Dog. Yeah, dog. And then uh, around from about 2016 to now. Ford has had record profits. Record profits. And the union, when their contract came up, was like, hey, you remember back in 2008 when we helped you guys out? We're going to need that money back now, big dog. And Ford said, we'll give you 20%. And your union, to its credit, the union president said, (laughs) <laughs> run me my money run me my money <laughs> hit him with tony soprano you got five days to bring me my money dude another plant went on strike this morning yeah the chrysler plant i know that because uh i had a podcast i recorded with our friend billy early one on average Joe's college football show Did like college football check that out he told you to <laughs> he said <laughs> His strike leader was texting him and was like, hey, like over the weekend was like, yeah. hey, like we think this might be over soon. Maybe like even Monday we could go back to work. And then he texted him and said, uh, actually, the Chrysler parents want to strike. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, it turns out I was wrong. So basically what's happening here is Ford is offering a 20% increase of profit sharing checks. The union wants that to be 40%. 
And Ford's claim is, well, we <coughs> we would go out of business if we did that, which is a lie. <laughs> it is, bro. Like, dog, somebody, a little bird told me, I won't say his name, but we know this person. Uh, but a little birdie told me that, like, uh, something about UPS and, like, CEOs sending in, like, um, fake numbers and shit to make their you know revenue and stuff look good and stuff and he's like you know and the union is always asking for more for more for more for more you know and not and honest and trying to you know defend the company or whatever and i'm like connor every i, I didn't want to say this I, knew I couldn't i couldn't i knew immediately it. who you were talking yeah. about when it was going to be an anti-union point i was like, I'm you, like don't even, you don't even have to say the name i know the politics I'm like, well enough to know bro, who this is I, I, I get what you're saying when it comes to, um, oh, uh... Nah, but here's the thing. I don't get what you're saying, because if you're the company, don't send in fake numbers. Uh, yeah. Don't lie! Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I understand that, but, like, uh, what? He, uh, package handling. Like, yeah. he, like, he works in RCC, but it's like, you know, you work for a package handling company. Like, bro, every truck off of this fucking line is already bought $50,000 off the line yeah bare minimum like connor these aren't fake numbers this nigga made 22 oh, million dollars yeah. dude <laughs> yeah he made 22 million dollars this year you stop it bro you stop that not only that I only like get i get the fake numbers thing yeah it's wrong all across the board and i hear where you're coming from impact is delivering but like bro these trucks are already bought well here's like i said my response to that would be if he was just like oh those numbers are fake i'd be like well then stop lying about your numbers first off stop doing that like, if you don't want people to ask for more money, don't lie and say you have more money. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If I can it. see with my eyes that you have more money to pay me, I am going to be like, hey, bro, you should pay me more money. Yeah, because he says he also says something about, like, uh, he probably, like, doesn't have $22 million, but $22 million, but he probably made, made like, a grossingly, like, $2 million, $22 million. million. I'm like, Connor, no. That's still a fuck ton of money even if he lied about it he probably still made if not up to well, 22 million dollars profit i don't care what anyone says if you list something as profit that is again that is after you've paid everyone that is that is money that strictly goes in your or the company's pocket everyone has been paid everything is done profit is what you get to keep and if you are making record profits, I'm sorry, the argument of we do not have the money to pay our employees more doesn't track. Yeah, what does the uh, what does the company get? Um, I don't know. Love from their fucking employees that makes them that money. What, no, what does the company get? Uh, people continuing to work. That's what the company gets. What do you mean? What is the company? The company's incentive to pay its employees more money is basic human decency. <laughs> Dude. Oh, I'm no. sorry. I just can't listen. I are, get it with the package handling. No, I don't get it at all. Anti-union is not okay. <sighs> Unions are the only way we can stand up to This is perfect for my overarching point. Because my overarching point was big companies don't give a fuck about you. No, they don't. And if you think you, they do... You're an idiot. He gets shit on every day, and I'm like... <laughs> You're... I'm sorry. That is just... If you think any of these giant corporations see you as anything but a number, 
you're crazy. You're naive. You're either naive or you have bought their their nonsense about this is a family. I love because that's what I think dude. about Ford. Every time I hear that this nonsense about we are a family, the Ford family. That's what I always the, the Ford CEO keeps talking about, and I'm just like every time I hear this nonsense from one of these big companies, I'm immediately like, they, I don't understand what the problem is. Then these people are just asking you to pay them money that technically you owe them. By the way, anyone who defends this, these people took a pay cut during a recession. During the biggest financial dip in the history of this country, they said, we will take less money so you don't have to go bankrupt, and now you don't want to pay them more money. Wild. Yes. And then everybody wonders... I am playing footsie with you. Gay. But and then everybody wonders why people go on strike. That's what I'm saying. Unions are the only way. Anyone who's anti-union, anyone out there, you're wrong. You're just wrong, flatly, because there is no other way to stand up to these companies other than all the workers getting together and collectively being like, "Go fuck yourselves." That's it. It's the only thing that works. R.I.P. Freddy from Peaky Blinders. Yes, literally, it is the only. It is the <laughs> only thing that is proven to be effective in scenarios like that. Dude, Freddy's not even a bad guy in that season. No. <laughs> so I kept watching, thinking, "I'm out, dude." The whole first season of the show, I was like, "Yeah, the Shelbys are super cool. Why are they mad at Freddy? He's right." <laughs> <laughs> And then I realized that's why they're mad at Freddy because they're like, stop telling people the truth, bro. Stop telling people the truth. Stop that. Like, Birmingham is broke as fuck and Charlie has this big-ass lot to himself and everybody's broke as fuck. It's like, you don't see the problem here? Freddy's like, hey, hey, yo. (laughs) Like, and you see Charlie's lot, like, a lot in season one, bro. You see the boats coming in. Like, and that's, like, and Charlie lives there. But, like, it's not, like, an import lot where, like, a lot of people come and, like, no. Like, this is what Shelby's are importing for themselves type shit. And so, he's like, excuse me, brother. My brother in Christ. Yeah, and Freddy's like, um, hey. Hey, dog. <laughs> like, um, a, a lot of us are funding for your bullshit. Yeah, I want, we want to get paid. Uh, we would like a little more money. And Thomas is like, no. <laughs> How does no sound? And Freddy's like, I know about your business. And Tommy's like, if you don't get the fuck out of here. No, with Tommy's really, nah, he's like, I'm not I'm leaving. You want to fuck up my sister right now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> and he really is, too. And respect that, man. He holds the line. He Tommy does. to kill him. He's like, I don't Freddy care. holds that picket, son. He does. He stands right up to the boss, dude. Hey, and that's you need in moments like this in days like today well, hey. i respect all the four workers keep striking y'all keep striking get till you get what you want get everything you want because here's the thing it'll be a long time before this happens again yeah just get everything you want get everything you years, want right now bro. get everything you years. want right now look at uh can you look it up when's the last time four struck when the when was the last time the auto workers had a strike or did, have yeah always been in the union together I, I think it was like somewhere between 85 and 87 if I remember correctly, in orientation. Well, and it's... <clears throat> yeah. 
I mean, uh, this one, this is the Friday, September 15th one. Here. Calls on Ottawa. Yeah, that's right. When you guys went on strike was when he called on you all. It was when he was like, this has to end. But when was, when was... The last one before this one? Yeah. I know when that when that was. Well, obviously, you're a part of it. The last national auto strike was against General Motors in 2019. But Ford's. I don't know when the last one was against, like, as the uh, union, as union-wide. Gotcha. That's what I'm looking at. Uh... Yeah, I did. This one says... Actually, even since then, even before that, you want me to hit you with a real crazy one? What's up? Not since, This is the first UAW, United Auto Workers strike, like full strike against all of the big auto manufacturers since 1946. <sighs> there have been like individual strikes against individual companies. Like I said, 2019 against General Motors. They went on strike against GM for the 40-day work stoppage, cost General Motors $3.6 billion. And caused a single quarter recession in Michigan. But really, not all the big ones since 1946 is what it looks like. That's insane. Probably your specific plant is more like the 80s. But this is the the I like what's crazy about this current strike is it is a nationwide. Yeah, everybody. That's nuts. <clears throat> doesn't General Motors, Chrysler, Ford, all of them. Ugh. All of them are under fall. And then here's the thing that. I think eventually you guys are going to get at least mostly what you want. Because Ford cannot afford this. They basically said it. Dude, I can... I mean, the short work hours, no. That's... I can deal without that. I'd rather just get the... At least 36 to 40% and work... Go back to work in the, you know, 6 to 6 or 6 to 4 or whatever. You'd rather get the profit sharing? Yeah, like He's like, I'd rather get the profit shares than I would. Like, screw that under, or like, no more than 40 hours bullshit. Well, I hear that. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up my notes on my computer. Because my phone just died. Same. But yeah, I'm with you. Sounds like my computer's gonna explode now. Yeah, dude, I'm with you guys. UAW, stand strong. Stand strong, bro. But what do you have? What did you bring to the show, Cameron? You said you had notes. What you? What would you have on your notes? I got dumped. You did get dumped. Yeah. I wasn't gonna bring that up. But I was. I was. That slide on the show. Oh no. Nah. I mean, you didn't get dumped. It was more of a mutual parting of the ways. I guess. I would, say, I would say what happened is she tried to dial the relationship down, and then you kind of just were like, nah, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
like, what's the point? There's no point. Like, nothing's going to change in a month. Besides, like, one of, us, one, of, one of us is going to get let on. You know what I mean? One of us is going to believe things are going to work out the way they won't. They aren't going to. Yeah, and it's just gonna it's gonna become a nightmare. Well, it is I what understand. it is. I mean, it is what it is. And here's the thing: you know, you live and you learn. On to the next video game. Well, again, Cameron, one day you will find a lady who will appreciate you. Mm, probably you not. You I think I'm done after this? You can't be done after this. You're 27. Uh, if I get it tattooed, yeah, I'm done. Just get. I'm done, like, right here. That's going to have several different meanings, and I will never stop making fun of you if you get a neck tattoo. <clears throat> it's going to hurt. That's so all it will remind me of is no ruggerts. <laughs> Not even a single letter. Nope. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I just got to uh, be oppressed about it and continue playing this Batman game. I mean, you just gotta give it a couple days to get your depression out and move on. That's how breakups work. Yo. But mostly, Cameron, I mean, like I said, we're we are all rooting for you. You are you are this show's love story. And one day, we will watch you blossom into a beautiful flower. Nah, I'm gonna watch the world burn. Why you gotta do that? Don't be the villain. Don't be the villain. I'm the villain. No, you gotta... You gotta... Push I'm, away from those urges. I'm your Harry Osborn dog. Nah, you gotta push away from those urges. See, who's who? The fuck is Ned? What do you mean? You said I'm Ned. Ned is Harry's best friend, or not Harry? Uh, Peter's best friend in the new series, in the new ones. Nah, I'm your Harry, bro. Sorry, oh, Harry Osborn. Yeah, I'm talking def- about from the Tobies, from the Toby movies. Yeah, because Harry goes ro- Harry goes rogue at some point, doesn't he? Yeah, he becomes the new Green Goblin. Then. There you go. Well, and then in the new ones, in the Spider-Man 2, I'm pretty sure Harry's going to be Venom. Ooh. Venom. But yeah, yeah dude, like, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm done after this. After this one. This is, uh, yeah, 10 years, and then this happens. Eh, I'm kind of kind of done. I don't know that you're done. You're just, I think this is the first time you've really dated in a while. Fuck it. And I think you Fuck forgot it. how much it sucks to, you know, get out there and get into something new, and then have it not work out. Oh, I'm used to it. I mean, it happens all the time. It'd be uh, fine. It's lame as shit. Yeah, it's lame, but again, you're a good <clears> guy <throat> with a bright future. I mean, look at you, Cameron. You, soon you're going to have a 40% profit sharing check. Hopefully a new PC. Yeah, and a new PC. You're on your way. Hopefully you'll be on one of, you know, fingers crossed, a popular podcast here soon. Mm-hmm. A burgeoning stand-up comedy career. Maybe the whole thing will come together for you. Just need to focus on you. Focus on your things. That's what you need to do. Yeah. So I keep trying to tell you to do it. You just keep not listening. Fuck that. I keep saying, focus on you. Do your thing. I am. Forever. Then That's fine. And ever. You can focus on you forever. No females. That's usually when the right one drops in. Is when you're focusing on you forever. And it's all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hello. Curver. Don't curver. Curver. Don't curve anybody. Curve her with a capital C. I spent a, a... Obviously, I'm in a very loving, kind relationship. Which, congratulations, but curve her. Don't curve her. Curve. Again, this is very much... I'm the Peter Parker of this podcast, just trying to be like, no, you gotta... You gotta stay faithful. You gotta have faith. Here. Formula have One curve Formula One, that bitch. Curve. You gotta have faith, Cameron. You just can't... I cannot allow you... 
to give up that easily. Faith is despair waiting to happen. So, Cameron, I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, what's that? About this whole Israel-Palestine thing. Dude, this is fucking nuts. Wild. Holy shit. Wild. Like, dude, me and Connor was talking. It's getting to the point where, like, (laughs) I know reality happens, but, like, this doesn't feel real. It's being like it's it's almost unavoidable. I mean, yeah. It's like the whole world is like literally shitting on itself. Well, and that's what I was gonna say. And on fire. I have I have a conspiracy theory about all this about this whole thing. What's up? First things first. I mean, what's happening over there is awful. Yeah. I mean, what Hamas did, and then what Israel's done in response. So many innocent people crazy have been killed for zero fucking reason israel has like 200 hostages right now yeah Uh, like an hour ago well not only that they have been bombing the shit oh dead kids everywhere yeah out of the west bank and gaza that was the first thing i seen dude that was the first thing i seen uh i woke i guess the first thing i seen when i woke up Literally, it was a video clip of, I guess, an interview that Joe Rogan was doing, uh, I guess, over the past few, like, it, I, it was recent. Yeah, I'm sure. Talking about it's scaring the shit out of him. Well, yeah. It is scary, man, because here's the thing. if And the video clips of, like, just if people he, over there if, and dead kids, if crazy. If Iran gets involved, that could cause, like, genuine, like, global conflict. I don't... Because we're allies with Israel. I really... Is it like it's practically like a massive civil war? Why? It's not even really okay. So like I, because I looked over Palestine and Israel are like they're literally in the same place. Well, that's what it's over is. So basically, what's happened is when the because here's the story everyone tells is the Jewish people moved to Israel and you know it's their ancestral holy land. Blah blah blah, which is true. In the there's this, there's this in the Quran. It's the Torah, I believe, is the Jewish one. It, Israel is the the land gifted to the Jews by God. I think it's where they go, like when they are flee from slavery by Egypt. I think that's that's where Israel is supposed to be. Is where they go after that. What they don't tell you is that when they got there, there were already people living there. And they basically did to them what the Americans did to the Native Americans. Which was, y'all get up on the fuck up out of here. Wow. And ever since then, there, it, things have been very contentious between the two sides. I got you. And from what I understand, and now this, this is not, people will argue with you about this. This is not conjecture. Do you know what an apartheid state is? No. So apartheid is reference. It used to be in something in Africa, where basically it means like there's two classes of people. Yeah. Like there's people from one area of the country and they're treated like second class citizens, and there's people from another area of the country that are treated like first class citizens. That's what's happening. Is Palestinians are not only allowed to travel in certain areas; they're only allowed to like be certain places. They their water, their food, and a lot of that stuff is controlled by the government of Israel. So they are essentially second-class citizens. That's so shitty. And the issue is the people of Israel believe that, like, 
well, this is, you know what I mean? Like, this is our ancestral holy land. Like, this is where we live. And some people believe that they can do a one-state solution, which is basically the whole area gets adopted into the state of Israel. That seems unlikely. The other option is Palestine becomes its own country, which also seems unlikely because it's not what Israel wants. Basically, what the government of Israel wants, and again, people don't want to admit this because this is when people call you anti-Semitic and shit like that, but it's just the truth. What the government of Israel wants and some of the people in Israel, what they want is they just want to push the Palestinian people out. And they want to take over the West Bank and they want to take over Gaza and they basically just want to take the whole area as they see it as, they see it as, like I said, their biblical holy land. So they have the right to do that. And the rest of the international community is like, that's fine and all that your Bible says that. That's not how the real world works. No. And that's basically the whole issue is that there is a section of the Jewish people and the people in Israel and the Israeli government who sees that land as ancestrally belonging to them. Okay. And then there's a group of Palestinian people who are like, yeah, but we would, we've lived here our whole lives. We would like to continue to living here. That's kind of the the crux of the argument. Yeah. And where Hamas comes from. And I want to say it's 2012. They were a political party. They won an election to take over like the states of like the West Ga- West Bank and Gaza. Mm-hmm. And then they just never gave up power. <laughs> and they became like a terrorist organization. That's fucking. That's so fucked, bro. And that leads us to where we are now, which was, I want to say, was it last week or two weeks ago that this all started? It was like two, three weeks ago. I when have no idea. Hamas, they, and this is where the, my conspiracy comes in, they hand glided into Israel and took like, I want to say a group of hostages, killed a whole bunch of civilians, which is wrong. I said from the very beginning, that's fucked up. That is legit terrorist behavior. Yeah. That is dictionary definition yeah. terrorism. But this is where my conspiracy theory comes in. I think the Israeli government let that happen. I think they knew it was coming and they let it happen because it gives them an excuse now to just be like, fuck it, we're just going to wipe this. Like, we're going to fix this problem permanently. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, because here's the thing about Israel it is the most surveilled, like, watched on group of people in on the earth like the israeli surveillance and Mossad and all of them over there like that is one of the top tier surveillance states in the in the world like they keep an eye on everything they always because they're surrounded by enemies oh okay they're surrounded by that's that is very true israel is surrounded by countries that want to destroy it understandable so they kind of understandable yeah they kind of always have their guard up and they're always surveilling things and the idea to me that basically a terrorist organization of self-trained dudes could hand glide into this country without anyone having prior knowledge of it just seems unrealistic to me. And here's a big thing. When we left Afghanistan, the United States, we left all those weapons and all those trucks and all those Humvees and shit and everybody bitched about it. I thought in the back of my mind, we are leaving this stuff here, so we have to go back. Hmm. The whole point is, because here's the thing, the U.S. (coughs) has a lot of dudes who make a lot of money when the United States is at war. And I was like, 
why you know what I mean why would they want to leave the Middle East? It's that place is always in conflict. The reason is is people like me and you. You know, people around the United States get tired of being at war. We all get tired of having to fight people. We get tired of people being sent back over here in a fucking box. You know I mean, we get tired of burying our friends for reasons that we don't fully understand. So you gotta stop for a couple years. You gotta pull out. The reason you, the only reason you leave those weapons there, because here's the thing, you know. You know if you leave that shit there, somebody's gonna pick it up and use it. Especially in that area. Because yeah. they're they have been killing each other since the beginning of time over everything, whether it was over resources or religion. You know somebody is eventually going to pick that up and use it, and you'll never guess what like Hamas and all these fucking places are using. All the stuff we left over there in Afghanistan. And the rumors are that the $6 billion or $6 million we gave to Iran, Iran turned around and gave that to the Palestinians to use against Israel. I think all of this has been a coordinated effort. Not the Hamas thing. I think that was they did that on their own. But I think this, like them getting in and being able to commit that terror attack so Israel could then start bombing. This is all a coordinated effort by the United States and Israel. So the United States has to go back into the Middle East. It's all about the money, baby. Damn you, Biden. We got to get back in there and start printing them dollar-dollar bills, baby. I think that's what's happening. I think these dudes have decided, like, all right, we'll take a couple, take take a year or two off, and then we'll go right back in. They're doing it right underneath Joe Biden's nose. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if it's underneath of his nose. He probably, there's just nothing he can do to stop it. I mean, this is a system that's been in place forever. I mean, this is uh, yeah. this is what the CIA and FBI do. This is who they are. It's Br- their whole shtick. Bring Trump back. It might be. I mean, if he doesn't go to prison, I just want him to be in the debate. Beats the case, becomes candidate twenty twenty four. That's crazy. Here's the thing: it, with Trump, I don't think it'll get any better. I think it'll just be the same thing. Uh, probably. I think I think we are destined to go down this path, and the fact that we are destined to go down this path is proven to me by how. When was World War II? Inflammatory these reactions are. When was World War II? The 40s, I want to say. Shit. We might have one. I mean, this has the potential to become one. Because how close is uh, North Korea to some of those countries? I mean, it won't be North Korea. It would be get If they get involved. Yeah, Iraq and Iran, and they would get involved because I think they're allies with Iraq and Iran, one of the two. And we're allies with Israel. Yeah, this has World War Three potential, especially with Russia already at war. Right now, yeah. yeah, with the Ukraine, yeah, and us kind of in a shadow war with them as we give Damn, Ukraine dude. weapons and shit. That's not good. Yeah, we're in a we're in a weird place, Cameron. If if one of these countries start asking for resources from other countries, like other opposing, oh, we are to give Israel all the resources. No, I'm not talking about us. Like I'm talking about like. Say that Putin and well, here's the thing: if they were together, if they were ever able to prove that Iran was given resources to that terrorist organization in Palestine, yeah, it would cause major shit because then Israel would have the evidence they need to declare war on Iran. Oh shit! And then the shit's popping. Oh damn! (laughs) Then it's draft time, baby. Which, by the way, they're talking about a resolution to. Make the draft all people 18 to 26, not just men. Uh, it'll get turned down. It'll, That's crazy. It it'll get turned down. I mean, I agree. 
Well, Cameron, I have some fan questions for us. What's that? Uh, one of them was, why do people listen to the mainstream media? Because we're brainwashed and we're bored. That's what I was going to say. It's because it's just, I mean, people have spent 60 years watching CBS and MSNBC and, you know what I mean, Fox News and all that shit. It's, it's ingrained. Just, yeah, it's just where you go. You know, Walter Cronkite and all that good nonsense. Yeah, like, we don't live in 1800s anymore where we find our news through the paper. I don't, I don't think that'll change, like, the idea of listening to mainstream media sources no. until our generation is fully, like, in charge of yeah. the voting registry and all that stuff. Like, when we're all in our 30s and 40s and 50s, I think that's when you'll start to see a real cultural shift in the country. It, it it's, it's just part of life. Yeah, but it's still just, I mean, and even then, I, I think we're years down the road from that. We're years down the road from any kind of unconventional media, like what we're doing. Being the mainstream know, way of doing, doing things. If uh, if anything, because you know, envi- uh, environment and weather-wise, that shit's going crazy too. Like we'll still stay on the topic of war. We'll put a pin on that. But like, what I'm going with this is a uh, cowboy bebop. That shit's set in space in 2075. Oh, you're talking about like with the environmental concerns? Well, I mean, even with the, the world, dude. Because here's the thing: you got to think about like bombs aren't good for the fucking environment no and how the storyline starts of why they get in space we have a like a huge tech uh tectonic plate shift like a like a bad shift like to the point where like you know so if like if this crease right here in the table is straight and then somehow we just fucking like broke it and shifted it that's what happened to the earth so like we're talking about like un uh unlivable weather storms probably you know a lot of shit going on like a massive uh massive catastrophe pretty much and then they go in space and become bounty hunters i mean I mean, that's a dream. It's getting anyway. it's getting to that point, either war wise. I mean, hey, bro. Or like weather wise, like the weather just seems if like the, it, if if things get rowdy enough, war wise, we could always just ship off to space. Me and you, bounty hunters. Yeah, baby. Space bounty hunters, I'd be in. That's what uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo are, aren't they? They're smugglers. They're smugglers. I thought they were bounty hunters. No, they're smugglers. Oh. Huh? So they're being hunted by bounty hunters because he owes oh, Jawa the hunt money. Oh, got you, got you. That makes Which, sense. By the way, Han shot first. For anyone, you know what that is? Huh? It's a huge Han shot first. What's that? It's a huge debate in the Star Wars community. So the scene where the dude comes to get Han Solo, where they're at the bar, yeah, and the dude sits down and is like, "Jabba's paying a lot of money for you, Han Solo," and he shoots Han Solo shoots him. There in the original cut of the movie, Han Solo just blasts this dude like. This dude doesn't shoot at him. There's no, like, he gets out of the way. He should. Han Solo just smokes this dude. This dude rolls up on him and is like, I'm here to collect the bounty. And Han Solo's like, that's cute. <laughs> like, and Eat. that's, that is, and there are some fans, and they changed it. Yeah. When they re-released the movie to where he dodges out of the way, the dude shoots first, and then Han shoots him. Because the studio doesn't believe it's heroic for Han to just mark this dude. 
Whereas I'm like, nah, in my world, Han Solo smokes that dude first. Oh, yeah. Because that's so much more badass that he just, the second he realizes this dude's a threat, he's like, nah, I got to get you. And just smokes him with zero hesitation. I mean, usually, bro. I love it. And I'm like, see, that is, that's king behavior. Uh, why do NFL players struggle when dating celebrities? This has been turned on its head recently because Travis Kelsey has been balling. Has he? Well, Taylor Swift has been in the, in the stadium. Yeah, he had 143 yards receiving in a tutty yesterday. It looks like he gave up a touchdown to me when I was watching the game. He was balling. Oh, pussy bitch. He's balling. No, he wasn't balling to me. And 143, Cameron. I don't give a 143 shit. 143. He gave a up a tutty, bro. He gave up a tutty. Why? No, dead ass. Like, I, I can't remember all. what play it was, but it was a little, like, bubble screen pass. The Travis on, like, uh, I think, like, the 40. I'm just thankful that he's got a little bit of his beard back. He stopped with the mustache. Trash. He looked like a state trooper while he was doing that. Uh, not trash, but he's getting on my fucking nerves. How dare it's you getting on my nerves. The greatest sign end of all time like that. Bro, he gave up a tutty. Dude, how tall is he and how big is he? He's 6'4". Dude. The small corner or safety that uh, he had one-on-one -on -one with, Travis definitely could have jumped for it. Definitely could have jumped for it. Old. Gave it up. The man's 34. Your girlfriend's... Not even your girlfriend. Taylor fucking Swift is there, bro. Show the fuck out. Show out. <laughs> you did show I don't know he didn't, bro. Oh, I don't give a fuck about no 100 bullshit. With a tutty. It should have been 100 plus more, all right? He was right there. But in the grand history of the NFL, lots of players have dated celebrities and then struggled afterwards. The big one I always think of is Tony Romo with Jessica Simpson. Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell, no, nah, Russell Wilson's been married to Sierra for a minute and balling. Nope. You just don't got like it off the field, Russell. You just don't like Russell Wilson because that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. He's a bitch. He said hashtag dad life, and I was like, God damn. Nah, Marshawn Lynch is a real one. Um, I would say partially because a lot of the players who have dated celebrities are rather private people. And dating a, like a true blue celebrity, you know what I mean, yeah. is not a private endeavor. I mean, uh, once you're a famous person, it's kind of hard to have, like... But do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Sports figures, I feel like, are able to have a level of anonymity that regular famous people don't. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, besides, like, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, if Sam was in the supermarket with an NFL player, she wouldn't know that. You know what I mean? Unless there was somebody she could recognize. Like somebody like somebody that is on TV enough that she's like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Like she wouldn't be able to recognize. Like if Justin Herbert was in the store with Sam, she wouldn't know who that was. She wouldn't know that that, was, that dude is worth $200 million. <laughs> she would have no idea. She'd be like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Yeah. He's super tall. That would be it. It's but you, you see what I'm saying? Whereas like everyone knows who taylor swift is everyone knows who jessica simpson is yeah like whether you are a sports fan or not yeah and i think that's more the issue is that what you run into is these dudes go from being someone that like you could go to the store if you wanted to and nobody recognize you 
like or a few people like sports fans will recognize you like yeah. if i was in the store and i saw the chargers quarterback i would be like holy shit that What's guy's up, starting quarterback in the nfl yeah like that's justin herbert same one i have no idea who that dude is yeah that's my point is like there is a difference i think between being sports famous and famous famous yeah yeah. And I think it fucks with dudes to go from being sports famous to all of a sudden you are famous famous. Now, it works for Travis because Travis was already a little bit famous famous. Yeah. Like, because Travis is a objectively... Very good tight very, end. Well, very good tight end and objectively a very attractive person. He He's very funny and charismatic, does very well in commercials. I think there are a lot of people, women who know who Travis is that wouldn't originally. Same with Patrick Mahomes. He's everywhere on TV. So there's a lot of people who know who he is without having to religiously watch football. Yeah. So you're that subway guy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I I think that's why NFL players struggle with it. Like Romo, when he dated Simpson, I think the problem is, like, unless you were a Cowboys fan, you didn't really know who Tony Romo was. Yeah. Until he dated Jessica Simpson. and And then we were all like, oh, yeah, that's Jessica Simpson's boyfriend. Which, by the way, that went really poorly for him. The only game she went to, we lost like 36-9 to nine to the Eagles. And he threw two interceptions. <sighs> Oof, rough. That was bad times. That was rough. I didn't blame her. I blamed Tony. I was like, nah, you can't play like that with the baddie in the stands. What's wrong with you, bro? Get your life together. Get your life. And then uh, this question was almost specifically for me, but it could apply to you too. Marvel or DC? Uh, Marvel. I guess it determines what you're talking about. Comics-wise, it's I, I like DC better. I don't read comics. Movies, it's not live-action movies. It's not even a question. It's it's Marvel. It's Marvel. Like I've always, I've always been a Spider-Man fan. We've all always liked Spider-Man. But so like, and then. If I had to choose one, I'd probably pick DC. Yeah. But, like, I... But in terms of, if you were asking me which has been better so far, it's been Marvel. And that was me, kicking the chair. Oh, I got you. Uh, Marvel. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I like Marvel. I like Marvel movies. I like... I like the comics. I don't love them, always. I like all the Spider-Man stuff. All the spy. Most of the Spider-Man comics, except the current run. Yeah, I don't don't have an opinion on comics, because I've... Never read comic the wise, I think the movies and I think DC's better. Either watch the TV shows if they had one, but live action content like movies and shit, it's Marvel. Marvel's way better. Like Spart, what is it? Spider Man Beyond? Is that what the TV show is called, or is it just called Spider Man? Spider, which TV show? In the nineties, just Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. Spider Man the animated series, same as Batman the animated series. Gotcha. Animated animation wise, it's not even close. It's DC. It's DC 100%. Marvel Animation doesn't put out anything decent since that Spider-Man show. Well, and the Spectacular Spider-Man. Spectacular Spider-Man was great. Yeah, I'll give it that. That's one thing that helps Marvel a lot. Is first thing, like, I do like the Avengers, but their big property is, without a doubt, Spider-Man. Now, if we're talking about the 80s and 90s, DC. Yeah, it's DC, no doubt. In the fucking bag. Like, they were putting out... Like, even if... Even if... Even if, like, uh, I mean... The George Clooney movies, like yeah, they were bad, but like it's still a DC movie. Yeah, I mean like, well, they were putting them out, and then you thing. have the animated series, the Justice League series, fire, um, Teen Titans, Teen Titans, fire. 
uh did they have a 90s animated series teen titans yeah no it was the early 2000s i'm just talking about 90s like oh, 80s 90s? and 90s oh i mean shit just the 90s the batman animated series justice league uh after that justice league unlimited which i don't know if justice league unlimited was early 2000s too but the same series pretty much all those were animated series the live action tim burton batman movies which were awesome yeah uh the Val Kilmer Batman movie made a whole bunch of money, even though it was kind of goofy. The George Clooney Batman movie, even though I hate it, made a whole bunch of money. And the greatest. The '90s Spider, the '90s Superman movies were awesome with Christopher Reeves. Yep. I mean, DC was killing it in the '90s, and then the 2010s, since 2012, since the Avengers came out, since the first Avengers movie came out, it's been all Marvel live action movie wise, pretty much. Till recently, Blue Beetle was good. The Batman was awesome. I would say it what it, it kind of started in what 2003 when Hulk came out. It's when Marvel really kind of well, I you could argue Marvel upped their game in 2000 when the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie came out. Yeah. And then they made arguably Yeah. arguably the peak with really funny 2000. Yep. Holy shit. This is when the first Spider-Man movie came out. <laughs> and then four years later, Spider-Man 2 came out. Arguably. The greatest Spider-Man movie ever. Fuck the greatest Spider-Man movie. Arguably the greatest superhero movie ever. The train scene, bro. Like, come on, dude. Come on. The fucking train scene is some... Oh, bro. Shit. Again, arguably the greatest superhero movie ever. And I get, not... I get goosebumps. Just and that. how many movies since then has tried to recreate it? doesn't have the same effect no even the tom uh which uh tom holland yeah he's holding the ship together no dude there's did not have the same effect nothing will ever top toby Maguire with all his might trying to stop that train to save a whole bunch of people (laughs) that's when i was like dude that felt like a comic book scene that every time i watch that movie i'm just like if your heart wasn't racing after that scene and then the crowd, bro. It's such a good movie. They can't, dude. I can't even. I can't even explain but it. Then I DC, it, dude. You gotta look at DC hit peak with the Dark Knight. Dude, shout out Christian fucking Bale, baby, and Heath Ledger. Batman. Yeah, but it's like 2006 Batman Holy Begins comes out. Geez. 2008, The Dark Knight comes out. Another movie in the argument for greatest superhero movie ever made. I mean, obviously, I know there's a lot of controversies when like char- like a new hero character comes out but like didn't christian bale get like a lot of like criticism for playing batman i know he was a great actor and regardless christian bale got a lot but i think i've heard but it like wasn't christian something. bale that got the most criticism what got a lot of criticism was heath ledger playing the joker people were all over that and they were like when the first images came out of him as the joker people were like it looks awful he's gonna be terrible because this was fresh off of which did not age well fresh off of Brokeback mountain fresh off of the knight's tale all that stuff everybody was like this is gonna be terrible 10 things i hate about you and then the first trailer came out we all were like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) we all were we all shut the fuck up. All the Batman fans shut the fuck up real fast. Dude, the startling trailer of him laughing is absolutely the best. Yeah, we all were like, ooh, this might be delicious, actually. And then it was. It was delicious. I saw that movie twice in theaters. I think I saw it three times in theaters, actually. So good. It was so good. R.I.P., bro. 
Could you imagine if he made a cameo in uh, the Robert Pattinson? Rest in power. I would love it. But. Like Joker's been in Arkham for like the, like all this time, you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's well, figured out the Riddler's uh say if he's going to appear, it's gonna be the Joaquin the joking no, Phalanx. Dude, I'm talking about if Heath Ledger didn't OD and oh, yeah. die. Well, if Heath Ledger didn't OD and die, there was a role for him in The Dark Knight Rises as a cameo. He was gonna make a cameo and basically tell Batman how to beat Bane. I understand. I love it. That'd be cool. But think about it. Robert, and then he was Robert, the Robert Pattinson, Pattinson one too. That would be and delicious. Heath Ledger. Delicious, dude. Because Robert Pattinson, I'm, I'm holy shit! I'm on record for this. Robert Pattinson is my favorite live action. Holy movie. shit! Magic. Could you imagine him yeah. and Heath Ledger? Man. Oh my gosh, bro! Cam, I have three. Would you rather's for you? What's up? Would you rather be stuck in the ocean, like underneath the ocean, like in a ship, or in space? Space. Oh, hold on. Hold right? on. Hold on. Hold on. Because space is scary as fuck. Like, yeah, space looks cool. Like, you know, I got, oh shit, this little thing. I got on, stuff to look at. You know, it's it's cool. However, think about this. They're very similar. There's no fucking sound. There's no sound. It's absolutely fucking cold. It's freezing. Like to the like it's so cold. Like I like um I remember thinking uh learning about it in uh, high school. It's like the dark side of the moon is like like you it's you can't go to the dark side of the moon. No, it's like negative. Like you have to you have to stay in light. Because it is so fucking dark, you will, like, even if you had oxygen, you will freeze to death. Yeah, you'll die. Immediately. It's like almost, be. it's almost being in, like, um, floating, uh, dry ice. Not dry ice. Is it dry ice? Yeah. Where, like, if you touch it, like, your shit will start to freeze, like. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. It's. It's not dry. I mean, it, I think it's a form of dry ice, but it's not like dry ice. <clears throat> it's the liquid form of dry ice before yes. it becomes the big blocks. Yeah, and if you like, like, if you touch that shit, it freezes you. And you're that you're floating in that. You're floating in that. Yeah, no. Nah. And if you go where the sun is not shining, where it's somewhat keeping you warm, you will freeze to death, and it's pitch black. Yeah, I'm with you. I, here's the thing: I'm big scared of the ocean. Big, but not terrified. I would much rather go in the. ocean. Would you take your chances? Yeah, I take my chances in the ocean. Cause here's the thing: with the ocean, most of the time. But what I'm if you able, see Cthulhu? I'm gonna be able to see. What if you see Cthulhu? If I see Cthulhu, I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm still having a heart attack. And in, in the novels, if you see Cthulhu, you go crazy. Literally crazy. Like, our human minds cannot comprehend it, and you just lose your shit. But here's the thing. What if you're out in the middle of space, and you bring in one of those fucking alien parasites? Oh, God, And dude. you grow a xenomorph, and you're Fuck fucking- off! Shut up! Shut up! That's- uh, <laughs> uh. It's just you and the homies and the alien that you grew slowly murdering you one by one. That's- And then you have to ask yourself the question, do I try to escape, or do I make sure this thing dies in here with me? 
Like, dude, if Kristen Stewart wasn't a bad actor, Down Below is fucking scary. That Down Below movie is scary anyway. Holy shit. It's one of the few shit. movies I'll give Kristen Stewart a pass for. She does a good job in that movie. That movie's fucking horrifying. Good job on the CGI, because, dude, holy shit. Oh, dude, my never. gosh, bro. That's the thing. The question you have, like, there's all kinds of questions about this. I think I'd take my chances in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, I'll probably take my chances in Just the Just because, ocean. like I said, most of the time you can see. Because I'm getting geese from just thinking here's about the thing. it. It doesn't say I have to go deep in the ocean. It just says I have to be under the ocean. So, during the day, that's when I'll kind of drive around and do shit when I can see. When it becomes night. Subnautica. Yep, get right up, right close to the surface, baby. So, God, Subnautica. Fuck that fucking game. Fuck that game so much. Subnautica. This is terrifying. <laughs> you guys have never played it's Subnautica? It's literally... Yeah, it's literally what we're talking about. <laughs> you just go into the ocean and explore and slowly... Find creatures. resources. Yeah, resources and creatures from the deep find you and you shit yourself when they do. You have a small heart attack every time one of them sees you. The best is when you'll be sitting there and you'll be looking at one and you'll be like, did it see me? And it starts swimming towards you. You're like, yep, it saw me. Oh, damn. <laughs> Gotta leave. Would you rather be in jail or a coma for a year? Jail. Same. Yeah. I, I see people will say we're crazy, but I don't want to miss that year. To just wake up in a whole... Years past? You couldn't comprehend that. Imagine the things that it would have changed. In a year. That dude... And people think like, oh, it's just a year. Like, bro, a lot can happen in a year. Yeah. A lot. At least if I'm in jail, I still have connections. I have connections. I can make connections to people. I can talk to people. I can keep up with what's going on. Dude, I'll have, you just t- I'll have cool up. tattoos. Yeah, you just wake up. I have cool tattoos. I couldn't imagine just a year being wiped from your life, essentially. Pretty much. Just hitting control, alt, delete on that shit. Not only that, the reassessment you would have to make in life, like after a year in a coma. Like trying to... like. Walk, walk, eat, and eat, and like you know, what I mean, physical therapy and all that stuff. People like, oh, like that. Sh- that should be easy. Thinking about it, none of that. None of your functions, like, are a machine is helping you. Shit, you're gonna have to relearn how to do everything. Whereas getting out of jail, you just have to relearn how to not be a criminal. Yeah, which is difficult. But Get a doable. job. Yeah, doable. Yeah, I can, I can do Besides it. Besides that, even if I don't need a runner, I just gotta worry about getting raped. I just developed a whole lot of new skills. Yeah, I just gotta worry about getting raped. That's true. That would be a problem. That would be a pain in the ass. I already told myself as soon as Literally. I like I obviously don't want to commit a crime. You know what I'm saying? To get to that point, but if if hypothetically if it ever happened, joining a gang instantly. Joining a gang. Who do I need to talk to? I can't join any. I can't join any gangs. I'm too I'm too white for the other gangs, and I'm too sassy for the white gangs. Nah, I could get you in a black gang. I don't think so. Yeah. They're going to beat you a lot harder, but I can do it. That would suck. I'll look out for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like I said, I'm too sassy for the white gangs. Oh, damn. I wouldn't let you go over to the Aryan hood. I wouldn't even allow it. I wouldn't allow such things. As soon as I, as soon as I, uh, as soon as I got a hold of whoever we needed to talk to, I'd be like, yo, he's with me. <laughs> you got to take my boy. He's like, and I'd, hey, if I got to take a beating as much as him, cool. He's with me. Well, his problem, I'm going to be talking shit the whole beating. I just can't help myself. Batman took more of a beating. Yeah. Just can't help it. I see that you have a Spider-Man tattoo. That's really cool, dog. 
you would be a guy to get elbow tattoos if we would go to prison or jail for a year. I would absolutely get a web tattoo. I would absolutely do it. Just for that reason. I would have a Spider-Man logo in the middle instead of the little spider. Guess. It would be gas. Guess. And it'd be a, it'd be a fucking prison tattoo, Liddy. Yeah. <laughs> Those prisoners would be like, I, I, dude, I would. I'd be in there. They'd be doing a little spider web on me. And I'd be like, have you guys ever seen like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies? <laughs> Just put that like right there. I feel like you would make a lot of like unintelligent black guys educated. I would help. I'd do the best I could. The problem would be while I was taking my beating is I'd be like, you have a Naruto tattoo? Naruto's a pussy. Fucking, what if like one of them gets out, comes like a director, gives all his props to you? That would be beautiful, wouldn't it? I feel like good Man, story. Comes an actor. Comes an actor. Changes his whole life and just dedicates meeting like, some fucking white guy that joined a black nerd, gang. some dorky white dude in prison. <laughs> he taught me all about filmmaking. He just he really got me interested in it. I was like, dude, I gotta leave the, gotta leave like the you, streets. Like, you really think I got it, cuz? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. I mean, yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, I would never say that. <laughs> I would never. For anybody listening, I would never. I would never say that. Don't beat me up. <laughs> Put that on my head, Cameron, like that. Would you rather watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or horror movies? Horror movies. God, dude, they're just bad. They're all the same. Yeah, and they're just and they don't make any sense. There's only there's only so many times I can watch the hardworking woman from New York City move to a small town and marry a baker. There's only so many times that or falling in love with the uh the high school uh the high school sweetheart. That or the guy that you know you didn't get a chance to. My favorite one is they're the, all the same. My favorite one is the one where they go where they go to the small town. It's the dude has something doing something to do with Christmas. Yeah, like he sells Christmas trees or some shit like that. I'm just like, how do you sell Christmas the community's trees? bad how do you right sell now? Christmas trees for a living. Something <laughs> lame. You can only sell Christmas trees for like three months. There's like a sad story to make you know. Like, they're going through hard times. The girl really is, like, emotional right now because she misses, you know, her her family. She's, you know, something dumb that's unrealistic. No, my favorite part of those is the dude selling Christmas trees, and he's got, like, a fucking three-level, $2 million home that you're just like, okay, sure. <laughs> like, you always sell, sell Christmas trees in well, Calabasas. Yeah, I'm about to say, do you sell Christmas trees or crack cocaine, dog? Hold on. Time out. With his, like, lumberjack flannels. This man is <laughs> fucking driving an Escalade. I don't know what y'all are talking Yeah, the lumberjack flannels are a staple. Those dudes have those on. If they're a baker, if they're a Christmas tree salesman, it doesn't matter what they're doing. If they're actually a lumberjack... It doesn't matter. It's always the lumberjack flannels. Oh, gosh. Bro. And I say that as a man who owns it's a lot corny. of lumberjack flannels. It's corny. It and I corny. wear flannels. I'm like, dude, no. Well, Cameron, we made it to first team all dime piece. And I figure we keep, keep theme here going into October. Oh, okay. And pick our... Do you know what a final girl is? No. So, like, the it's called a final girl because it's usually a woman. But final girls are women who survive to the end of horror movies. You're Jamie Lee Curtis's. You know what I mean? You're... Gotcha. Your characters in movies. 
who the final girls who survived to the end of a film. Laurie Strode, Sidney Prescott, Ellen Ripley, Nancy Thompson, that kind of ilk. I got you. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you feel me, dog? Yeah. I'll give you first pick. There's an obvious first pick here. Mm. I'm gonna let you have first pick. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Well, normally, I would go with my girl, Sydney Prescott, at one. Because she's a bad bitch. However, I have to go with a little-known horror film. My girl, Aaron, from a movie called You're Next. Have you ever seen You're Next, Cameron? Mm -mm. Wonderful movie. So, basically, it is a black comedy about this rich family that gets together for Thanksgiving? to have dinner and then these three home invade like home intruders like break into their house and start killing them one by one well this girl she lived turns out one of the guys is dating her he's her professor she's in college she lived on an australian survivalist camp with her dad for like the first 17 years of her life and she starts fucking these dudes up and when I say fucking these dudes up, I mean I, how I knew I was going to love this movie. Because you know how in horror movies they knock the killer down, and instead of going to finish him off, they leave and the killer gets back up later? Yeah. She does not do that. She knocks one of the killers down. She takes, I believe I want to say a claw hammer, like used to tenderize meat. Yeah. And she pummels this dude's skull until she's convinced that he is no longer a threat. That's hard. And I'm just like, oh, so this is going to be a different kind of horror movie. And it was. And Aaron, you are you are forever my favorite survival girl. Hmm. My ever my favorite survivor of a horror movie ever. I'm gonna go uh, with Sydney Prescott, and I got my second one. Ooh. Does it have to be a horror, or can it be like a a thriller horror? Horror thriller. Because there, there is one that I'm going to sneak... Go ahead, go ahead, go number two. I'll go number two after you. Get in there. Jessica Alba from Sin City, when she gets saved. Ooh. Oh, from Sin City. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I, I don't know what her name is. When Hartman saves her. Nancy Callahan. Yeah. I would call her a survivor. I mean, she does survive to the end of the movie. She's one of the very few... I mean, the movie let like the movie takes out like some top notch characters. I mean, yeah, Nikki Rourke dies in that movie. At the end, I think, pretty sure. Yeah. Like it, it has you on your. Oh, it's on your toes the whole time. You have no idea who's going, who's who's living, who's dying. Like Elijah Wood's character, fucking terrifying, dude. Dude, Elijah Wood is terrifying in every movie he's ever. Eating made. the strippers and then, oh, dude. Oh, uh, when when uh, Mickey Rourke's character wakes up, uh, what what's the girl's name? I think it was like Lovely or whatever. Goldie. No, not Goldie. Not the girl oh, yeah, he loves. Way. The black haired girl that keeps telling him like you know he's stupid, and then they end up in the that chamber together. Oh, Rosario Dawson's character. And hit her fucking hands gone, bro. And he eats her fingers. Oh, dude. <laughs> And that Nancy Callahan survives all of that because they they all 
connect at the end. Indeed. I'm trying to find her, figure out who the Asian girl in this was. The Asian hooker with the swords. Kimiko? Yeah. I want to know if that was... Uh... She played uh, She played the girl in uh, Too Fast, Too Furious that oh. drives the uh, pink car. I want to see if she was... If it was I think like... her name is Suki in that one. Yeah. Great movie. Wonderful movie. R.I.P. Paul Walker. R.I.P. Paul Walker. R.I.P. All of them. Uh, I'll go. Give me Ellen Ripley from Aliens. Hmm. Ellen is the is the first real bad bitch in a movie. First things first, she's the only person, if you watch Alien, the only person when old boy's like, hey, that thing jumped on my face, she was like, I don't think we should let that dude back in the ship. <laughs> I don't think we should let that dude back in here. I think that's a bad call. I think we should keep him out there until we know what's wrong with him. She's the only one, and no one listens to her, and that's how the entire movie happens. But besides that, Ripley is also the only one that is able to somehow fight back against the xenomorph and keep it from murdering her. And she saves the cat. Dude, when she fights the alien queen in the second one, though, with the mech suit, get away from her, you bitch! That's so great. Ellen and Ripley's the best. Ripley, she just is. She's such a badass all the time. Now, in the third and fourth one, when she goes through her like weird biker girl thing, that's a lot for me. But, God, she's so cool. All the time. Hey. Sigourney Weaver is a bad bitch. Yeah. I'm about to sneak it right from your nose. What's the old one? No, it's a new one. But the girl from uh, The Thing. Oh, the new... Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. The 2011 thing? Mm-hmm. Oh. You bastard. Katie. Good old Katie. It's not, my, it's not my favorite. I prefer the original. Yeah. But this was a good movie. I liked it. People are unnecessarily hard on the 2011 version of the thing. Yeah, it's kind of... Eh. It's not it as good suck. as the original, but it doesn't suck. Yeah. I'm not saying it sucks, but I, I get what you're saying. But here's the thing. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Love her. Ever since she was Ramona Flowers. Ever since she was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I've been in love with her. Actually, ever since Sky High, I've been in love with Mary Elizabeth Holy Winstead. Holy shit. Right, I completely dog? forgot right? that she was in there. Oh, my Lord. I've been in love with her. Like young. Holy damn. Ever since Sky High. Dude, we're old, bro. Old as fuck, Sky High? You pulled that out of your ass? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Sky High! Dude, come up. Uh, Look at me. You knew I liked Sky High. You knew that was a movie that I would have... A high school full of superheroes? Dude! <laughs> Gang shit. I was like, say less. And I have been in love with Mary Elizabeth Winstead since then. Uh, to the point where he found... When he found out she was the villain, I still would have been like... I still would have been in. I still would have been like, that's okay. That's fine. It's perfectly acceptable. We can get over that. We can work through this. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm jealous that you got Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I'll take Laurie Strode from old Halloween. Old Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah, baby. Look at you. Look at you. I, that's the original Survivor Girl. Although in the first one, every time I watch the first one, 
the fact that Lori survives is really just from luck. <laughs> it is. I mean, there is a point when he's chasing her that she's just standing in a room by herself. He runs up behind her. She never sees him. She doesn't, like, dodge or move. He just misses. She's standing still. <laughs> and he goes to stab her, and he misses. And he just stabs her shirt. Yeah, dude, that's... I'm just like, hold on. How do you... Michael Myers has been a killing machine this whole movie. She said, yeah. yeah no. She hit him with that little shoulder. Hit him with the shoulder. <laughs> she, hit him, she hit him with that, <laughs> him with that Jack Dempsey roll. What's that? Not today. <laughs> I've been working the <laughs> bitch ass. Right. I'm left. <laughs> I'm ready. I've been waiting. Been working on my moves. Oh, damn. That's a good one. Good old Jamie Lee Curtis. Good old Jamie Lee. On the board still for you, your fourth pick, you have Howdy. Sally from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street. Halle Berry. Gothica. Oh! Oh, I don't even know what her name is. Oh, Gothica. What a fucking wild. You could get on me for pulling out Sky High, and here you come with Gothica, you bastard. Dr. Miranda Gray. That movie, dude. Here's the thing I watched that movie a thousand times. So good. Through different scenes through my mom at my mom's room because my mom liked that movie a lot. Yeah. And when I grew up and watched it and figured out what it was about, I was like, this is a wild ass movie. The concept's nuts. The concept is super nuts. Because Halle Berry is not like an actual patient. Like she is living, she's living through the girl that her husband raped and killed. Yeah. A depressed psychiatrist wakes up as a patient in in a the asylum where she worked with no memory of why she is there or what she has done. That's the oh no, because oh, so she is in the asylum, but the reason why she killed her husband was because she had figured that out somehow. Because it you end up going back to the scene at close to the end of the movie where she's driving the car and she's talking to him on the phone. Something happens. Robert Downey Jr., baby. Dude, he's in that movie. I forgot. He is indeed. Good for him, bro. RDJ. I'll take Nancy Thompson from the classic Friday the 13th. I feel like I had to get him. Or not for Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had to get that. Nancy is also a bad bitch. Nancy survives the first movie, and then, in the third movie, becomes a psychiatrist for kids that Freddy is chasing in that movie, and kicks Freddy's ass again. Because Nancy don't fuck around. Uh, Sorry, Heather Langenkamp. I got you, bro. Kill him. Get him. Shit. A legend in horror, by the way. Damn, dude. I have two good options here couple good options. Oh, bro, shit. No, but they're both from one movie series. But one survives one movie series, and then one actually survives mostly the whole series. Oh. 
for the love of the crew, I'm going to go, uh, I don't know what her name is in the second one, but, uh, JJ from, uh, oh, uh, I don't know what her name is from the second one, the Final Destination, the second yeah. Final Destination movie. Yeah. God, what is, God, what is her name? Final Destination 2, 2003 film. Kimberly. Yeah. AJ Cook is the actress. She is JJ from as we Criminal remember, Minds. From Criminal Minds. But the girl that I was that I was gonna go with was the blonde girl from the original one. Oh, Alice Allie Larder. Allie Larder lives was free. Ult- ultimate, ultimate, uh, last girl or final girl. By the way, Allie Larder. Yeah, love Allie Larder. She's wonderful. Uh, but she being a final girl is not why she lives rent free in my brain. You wanna know why I let her live rent free in my brain? Why? You ever seen Varsity Blues? The movie? Yep. Yeah. Do you remember the whipped cream bikini? Yeah. That's Allie Larder. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, I, yeah, I put that together. She lives rent free in my head because of that. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Because it is the only time in my entire life where I'm just like, you know what? I probably wouldn't mind the mess. No. <laughs> Especially in high school. I was no. like, oh. Filthy. But yeah, that's a great... I think Kimberly AJ was Cook a was a good call. option. Yeah. Kimberly was a great one. And not only that, the Final Destination movies are awesome. Yeah. Who, the only movies where death itself is, the mo- is, is the villain. literally the antagonist of the movie. Uh, one I would like to get. This is gonna be is gonna take the cake. I don't know if it'll take the cake, but it'll be one that I'll have to explain. Which is Tree Glebman. Have you ever seen the Happy Death Day movies? Fucking awesome. So the whole point of the movie is that she's like in a Groundhog Day situation, where she just keeps reliving the same day over and over. Except it's the same day over and over where someone kills her. <laughs> Oh, damn. And she basically, throughout the course of the movie, becomes, like, this ultimate badass. When she starts the movie, she's, like, this kind of ditzy, clumsy, selfish sorority girl. And over the course of the movie, getting murdered 60 times, she becomes a bad bitch. And in the second one, it gets even worse into the concept. Because, like, she just starts going back into the past. And, like, she... Then the second one, it's even better because she's, like, self-aware like she realizes what's happening yeah. and gets super pissed off and just does super wild shit afterwards. It's just a great movie and I think the actress who plays her does a great job of like portraying what someone would actually be like in that situation. Yeah. How fed up you would get. Because I think it reaches a point in the first one where she just starts killing herself to start the cycle over. <sighs> like she just get like she gets into the like there's one part she gets into the bathtub and just drops the toaster in with herself to start the whole thing over. That has to, of that has to be a shout out to Groundhog's Day. <laughs> that has to be, bro. That's what I'm saying. Because that's like, a that classic scene of Bill Murray just sitting in the bathtub with the uh, toaster and his uh, unsatisfactory look on his face, and he just drops it. Yeah, golden, Dude, golden. It's, can it's, we can we pull that up? Can we pull that scene up, please? Oh, your phone's dead. Yeah, no, never mind. Never mind. We'll just uh, detail it. But yeah, I'll great cut, scene. I'll cut it in here. Great scene. I'll cut both of them in here. <sighs> well, there you go, sir. That's 10. And I believe that's all we have this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, SoundCloud, iHeart, TuneIn Radio, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. Next week we'll be back next Wednesday, me and Cam on the podcast. I don't know if we have any special guests or anything planned yet, but we'll see. We'll announce that on the socials if we ever do for you guys. Trying to get Connor on here. Ooh, we could get Connor on here. Uh, that would be good for next week's agenda. Yeah. Gonna try to get some more content out for you guys here soon. I'm work. I've been working hard. I've been striking on some stuff. Yeah, Cameron's striking. I'm working hard to get some stuff out. I might make some content with Spider-Man. Might make some YouTube content. So stay tuned. And Cameron, do you have anything for the people? Uh, Lumos. Peace, love, and shrubbery. <laughs>